On this week's episode of Dorks, Patrick from Throwdown Thursday joins us, and we're talking about our first experience with Disney Plus, watching Mandalorian, and some classics that you know we grew up and loved. Enjoy the show. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, Get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. And with that, we are live with us today. We have Yo-Yo. Hey, everybody. And our friend Patrick. Uh, may the force be with you. <laughs> did I Did I do it? Uh, okay, so uh, just heads up, we will be talking about Mandalorian, and since it was so awesome, there will obviously be spoilers, but we're going to talk about Disney+. Plus. Um, everybody's going crazy for it, and if you haven't subscribed to it, we're going to give you a full rundown, and I got a screen capture for it where uh, you know we'll actually show you what it looks like, which is absolutely, they did a great job on it, except for day one. Day one was... Well, I mean, it's day one. What did What did you expect? They got overwhelmed. Yeah. And I, I, if you didn't expect that to happen, you're deluding yourself. Like, but I turned my TV on and like the Mandalorian thing popped up. Then like a rainbow came out of my TV. (laughs) I was like, all the Star Wars, excluding Last Jedi, this is my Valhalla. Uh, And they said, uh, Last Jedi will be the 26th. And yeah. uh, a lot of people are already uh, in a big hubbub because they changed. Uh, they made some edits to the original Star Wars already for just Disney Plus. My clunky. What is these? Uh, okay, so uh, they changed it back to hand shot first, but oh. it, it's like Han and Greedo shoot at like like Han shoots him first, but then Greedo gets off a shot, which is ridiculous. After Greedo says McClunky. Yeah. Like that is like the most pointless edit I have ever, ever seen in anything. Yeah. Uh, and I'm counting like the re the, like the special editions that came out of all those movies. <laughs> uh and I didn't realize there were so many fan edits. I I you know, uh I've known about the the Harmy edition, uh, but there's like a project four K. There there's literally like a dozen different like fan edit movies of the Star Wars uh it's not trilogy anymore, it's you know saga. Um, At this point I would say if you're just counting the the Skywalkers, it's a non-illogy because there's nine of them. Yeah. Well, uh, let's dig into Disney+. Plus. Um, I'm assuming we've all had a chance to play with it. Nope. No. Yo-yo. So you I, have a job, I, yo-yo. I, I will explain why I am still like navigating what I'm going to do. But if you want to talk to everybody about the service, then I'll explain. Okay. 
Uh, so Disney Plus is uh, a brand new service. And the cool thing is if you have Verizon uh, where you're buying unlimited data, they're giving you, you a, a year free. And uh, Or if you have Fios. Or if you have Fios. Um, other than that, it's $6.99 a month or $70 for the year. And unlike DCU, if you pre-buy a year, it's not going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I, I've enjoyed the DCU stuff, you know, ever since like you've uh, graciously shared your account with me. I've, I've enjoyed I've caught up on a lot of the stuff that I didn't get a chance to check out. Uh, some things I'm glad I didn't buy, like Hush. Yep. But um, the Disney Plus thing, the reason I I'm so stoked about that is that it's not just Disney Plus. It's Disney Plus Marvel and, you know, plus Star Wars National Geographic. Like that's really cool. Like there's a lot of shark documentaries that I'm very excited for. Did you but know? I'm more interested in like the bigger plan that gives you ESPN Plus and Hulu as well. Uh, I just got to figure out exactly how that's going to work with my current Hulu subscription because I pay extra for no commercials and I do not want any commercials uh, in a paid service. And but- therein lies my issue. So I currently have Hulu. Um, I took advantage of the Black Friday deal last year where they've been paying a dollar. So they emailed me saying, oh, yeah, that deal is going to be up soon. So you're going to be back, going back to regular price. So I probably will still keep Hulu. But the question now becomes, do I want to do that combo? Because from what I heard, you have to do everything through Hulu if you're going to be using that package deal. Because that includes the ESPN Plus, the Disney Plus, and Hulu. I haven't heard. I don't know if it's the commercial free version at that price point. I'm assuming it's not going to be, unfortunately. But uh, again, I don't know if I want to have to go through Hulu's like interface for everything. Right. Because right now I just I just have it on um, my Fire Stick, which was like such a godsend, Leo, when you when you mentioned that in one of our chats. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, for the longest time they were saying no fire support, and like two days before they said, "Hey, we're gonna have fire support." And- yeah, that was oh, I was like, great, now I have to go buy like a Roku or like a, a Roku TV or something. You know, I, I mean, I could put it on my PS4, but that's only in one room. Like, yeah. I know, I'm like, that's definitely like a first world problem. Like, oh, I could put it on my PS4, but then what will my buddy use a PlayStation? And, and, you know, some people online were saying, oh, you could uh, do like the Silk app and log in through that. But I tried to do that with DCU because DCU, even though they announced fire support at launch, did not have fire support at launch. And it's an utter pain in the ass trying to use the like browser through uh, the fire. Why, why not just sideload the APK? Because not everyone is fancy <laughs> like you, Jojo. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that this, yeah, DCU was an absolute mess, and I'm going to continue to com- complain about it for until I cancel my account. <laughs> or, well, you know, until the service ends because it's going to get absolved with HBO Max, most likely. Oh, I, I And I already have HBO now, so I'm already paying for that. So, like, once it turns into HBO Max, like, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm paying for HBO now as well. And, uh, yeah, well, you know, more of that when, when it comes through. Uh, but I yeah. uh, wanted to show you, uh, let's see. So, logging into my Disney Plus. And for those of you that aren't familiar with it, um, as soon as you log in, uh, the top navigation, you have uh, options for Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, and National Geographic. Uh, The cool thing is if you go to search, it gives you some collections. I don't know if you've seen this. Disney through the decades. 
I haven't like gone through everything because I tried going. I was like, oh, let me just see what movies they have. A through Z, what do they have? And they showed 10 movies and like there was no way to navigate past the 10 movies. But that was yesterday on launch day. So it may have been uh, fixed and updated by today. But I was just watching Marvel movies today. Yeah. Well, well, this is actually through the search and it's a special collection. So uh, like I was watching The Sign of Zorro from the 60s earlier. Uh, and it's Did you see my comment on that on that Facebook post? I did. Spoiler alert, it's a Z. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it starts with Steamboat Willie, um, or the 1920s and 30s. Oh, okay. I did. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, uh, I, I did see that. Well, it's in a couple sections. There's like um, uh, Mickey Mouse through the ages, but this is actually, if you go into search, this is Disney through the ages. So it's everything from like the 50s, uh, Cinderella, Treasure Island, um, 60s, Pollyanna, Pollyanna, 101 Dalmatians, uh, Jungle Cat, tons of stuff. Um, Herbie Goes Bananas in the 80s. Um, the Ghost of Buxley Hall. I haven't seen that in a while. DuckTales. I don't think I've ever seen that. DuckTales, the movie from the 90s? I don't remember DuckTales movie. I certainly remember DuckTales. DuckTales, Obviously. the movie Treasure of the Lost Land. I remember that coming out, but I don't think I ever watched it. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I mean, this is just, you know, through search. But let's go back to home. And uh, I apologize if you're listening to the podcast version of this. It's it's The visuals are awesome. I, I promise you. <laughs> Uh, Just imagine you can follow along with your own uh, at, with your computer at home while we're yeah. like navigating this. So where should we go? Disney, Pixar, Marvel, or Star Wars? Star Wars. Let's yeah. start with Star Wars. So uh, with movies, uh, and it looks like they're actually in release order. Uh, A New Hope, Empire Strikes. It has all the movies except for um, Solo and Last Jedi, right? I thought Solo was on there. I. I I might be wrong though, but I thought I saw Solo. Yeah, I'm not seeing Solo. And then they have like the collections, like you know the specials and the collections. Like there's the Darth Vader collection, which includes several of the uh, uh, Lego movies. Yeah, and also uh, Star Wars Rebels. I started watching that. And Clone Wars. Like I hadn't watched any of those, and I'm starting to watch those. Uh, how have you not watched Clone Wars? I just, I, it was one of those things that I never had. I had watched some of the, uh, the animated stuff, but I had never seen this particular one. So, but I tell you, looking at this, uh, Star Wars Rebels and seeing Grand Admiral Thrawn there, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm very happy about that. So I remember hearing Kevin Smith talking about either Clone Wars or Rebels. Um, and there's supposed to be an episode where Anakin turns to Vader or is fighting Ashoka. Oh, he yeah, he fights Ahsoka as Darth Vader. Like later on, I remember seeing something about this. I remember seeing like a clip of it. And this is after she's turned from the Jedi and she just has the white lightsabers because it doesn't indicate any uh, affiliation. Like if you have a green lightsaber, it's, you know, a guardian. If it's uh, a green, if it's green, I think it's your consular. Like you, there's different like factions associated with the specific uh, lightsaber colors and hers are just white to indicate that she's a force user, but she has no alliance to the light or dark side. And was that Clone Wars or Rebels? Shouldn't it be like a gray show? <laughs> I believe it was No, I'm sorry. I believe it was Rebels. Rebels. Okay. Because Clone Wars takes place between Episode Two and Three, and I think Rebels takes place uh, 
after that, I, I haven't watched Rebels, so I, I shouldn't. I'm like, I'm pretty sure. It, like, I don't know. Might as well ask me, like, the best way to perform, like, lung surgery. Yeah. Start with the left one. I just saw a movie I'm never going to watch on there, Avatar. Oh. Which irritates me because they're like, oh, we got to make sure that Endgame beats Avatar so we can be number one all time. It's like, you have Avatar. You're going to be number one regardless. Well, was the Fox merger completed by then, though? It was close enough. <laughs> like, you knew it was happening. Like, they were just hammering out, like, the final details. And, and a lot of that also had to do with James Cameron and his comments yeah. on comic book movies and this, you know, nice F you to him. <laughs> the thing that I like is I, I've, uh, because there's all the Marvel movies, and like I don't own most of them, and now I feel no need to go out and buy them, but I'm watching them now in, in chronological order. So I watch Captain America, and I'm most of the way through Captain Marvel again. So I'm just going back through, and I, re I did rewatch Endgame because I found out some stuff that while I was watching it, that's like, oh. That's interesting, but that that'll be for another time. Well, actually, we need to talk about some stuff for Mandalorian. I think I noticed, but uh, just to get back, um, I loaded up Marvel, and it doesn't have all the movies, but it does have a majority of them. Um, I'm assuming it doesn't have um, all the movies. Doesn't have what? The Hulk movies. Uh, I do not see the Hulk movies. It also does not. I think it has all three Iron Mans. It does. Um, what is it missing? Missing Thor. Oh, uh, Ragnarok. Uh, Which is sad because that's... The Netflix still have. Yeah. yeah, I think Netflix or there's a couple of uh, movies that like Netflix still has that didn't like... I think Last Jedi is one of them. Ragnarok is another. Um, I thought they still had Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange is on here now. Mm -hmm. I own Doctor Strange, though, so... I do, too. And, and Ragnarok because Taika Waititi is a goddamn treasure. <laughs> If I could have a movie of just Taika Waititi and Andy Serkis and Alan Tudyk in motion capture, just like those three guys, I don't care what they were doing, just those three guys, I would watch that like 24 hours straight. Like just put a live stream on that. <laughs> uh, so obviously a ton of Marvel stuff. Uh, the cool thing is the animations. Um, X-Men. Runaways was on there. Uh, yes. I didn't finish catching up with that. I didn't start it. Yeah, it's just uh, the first season. Ah, okay, so the second season is on there. That's not what happened in the first season. So one thing I noticed with this is, uh, let me find um, Hulk. Cloak and Dagger on there? Uh, I didn't see it. No. Yeah, I'm looking through the... So uh, DCU had this issue with the series uh, in the beginning where the episodes are out of order. Mm -hmm. So the very first episode of season one for the Hulk starts with an episode that's part two. Hmm. So uh, Surprise! Yeah. So obviously they, they have some things they need to fix. Um, I will say, though, they're pretty sneaky when it comes through, uh, comes to like, the way they're marketing this, like Kevin Feige saying, like, oh, do you really like the MCU? Well, if you want to keep up with it, you better buy Disney Plus and watch every single show or else you're not going to know what's going on in the MCU. Yeah, but I mean, they said the same thing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. That's, that's true, but, like, I think that now that instead of just having a show on a network, now that they're, like, 
centralizing everything. And it's like, if you want Marvel, this is the only way to get it. I am a little bummed that there's no Netflix stuff on here. Like, I had heard that they weren't doing that, but like... I, I want them to create a series for those Netflix characters. Because, um, especially like Luke Cage and Daredevil. Oh, the Punisher is so good. But they need to redo Iron Fist. Like, yeah. act like that didn't happen. Redo oh. it. Uh, I thought they announced that um, Iron Fist was going to be in uh, Shang-Chi. Ooh. But I would like that. I think he's being Please recapped. not be. Please not be. Yeah. Finn? You don't like Finn? Mm. I liked him. Mm. I liked him and uh, Jessica there, um, the, who played uh, Colleen Wing. I can't think of her name, but yeah, the the he did a good job. I don't, it just same two from Game of Thrones. Something about him, just meh. So here's something a lot of people were excited about: Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. Yeah. I think the big thing that uh, because I I guess it was like trending all over the place was gargoyles, which I've never seen an episode of, but everybody was like, "Oh my god, it's gargoyles!" Gargoyles is a freaking amazing. Yeah, both like especially if you're into um, Star Trek. Because a good amount of the people who did the voice for that were like that was their like night gig. Mm. Like, they no pun intended, I guess. <laughs> so I didn't even think of it, but yeah, yeah, that kind of does work. It's interesting, it's interesting that um, like I had heard that they were making a Lady in the Tramp live action, but I didn't realize that they were making it exclusively for Disney Plus. Yep, because that's on there. I mean, I have no interest in any of the live action. Like Dumbo, any like and any of them, honestly, because I'm I'm assuming they didn't put the crows in there, but I still have no interest in Dumbo. Oh, uh, no, no, I'm talking about the new Dumbo. No, they did not put the the crows in. You know what's weird? The lead crow in in Dumbo in the original movie it was voiced by a white guy. Jim. Hmm? His name is Jim Crow. Oh no, I I was fully aware of that. And he was voiced by a white guy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. Um. So I read in the comments that um, apparently the crows are back in the original Dumbo uh, on Disney+. Plus. I haven't watched it. So. Well, that, 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 that. that movie's only like an hour long, and Dumbo doesn't fly until about 57 minutes in. Oh, really? oh kind of like uh, um, Smallville. He didn't fly until the very end. Yeah, but at least there was some build-up to that. Yeah. It wasn't just a stupid movie with racist caricatures in it. Yeah. So I, and no song of the South on Disney Plus either. Uh, I don't it's gonna be a special holiday release. You're <laughs> <laughs> gonna see Uncle Remus on the splash screen. <laughs> okay, so this show is absolutely magical. I tried watching it with my wife; she didn't want anything to do with it. But the world, according to Jeff Goldblum, oh my god, I love this show. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard uh, a, a few people online raving about it. Oh my! The first episode is about sneakers. Is just about like the whole culture of sneakers and like the whole uh, subculture of like expensive sneakers and the collectors and uh, you know. I can get behind that. Oh, hmm. uh, I, he was apparently there's a sneaker con. Yeah. Uh, so he covered. In LA. There used to be one in Boston, and they haven't done one in Boston in a while. I'm a bit sad about that one. But yeah. Uh, so he he goes in with somebody, and they're like buying a whole rack for like forty three thousand dollars, and it was. Uh... <laughs> and then he. he laughed, but I have a pair of Jordans that are like four thousand dollars in my room right now. That's that's insane. <laughs> I only wear them on special occasions. Yeah. Nope, I've never worn them. I paid 315 for them because I bought them at retail 
If I were to go and sell them right now, I'd get four thousand dollars for it. You would hope to get four thousand. I used to always it, say to people, like, how much do you think this I've, is worth? It's worth someone would pay for it. I have been check, like keeping an eye on the market. Oh no, I'm sure you could. <laughs> I'm just saying, like in general, when so, whenever somebody's like, oh, I could get twenty grand for this, it's like you can't. I uh, just uh, want to get caught up on the comments. Uh, William Pace said uh, you can upgrade to whatever you want and they'll adjust your bill. Talking about uh, Hulu. Um, mm -hmm. Hopefully that works because I have Hulu live. Uh, Stephen Christina Jr. says uh, Tiki Watiti is uh, great and Jojo Rabbit too. I, I need to see that. That looks awesome. I haven't seen that. Hi, Steve. Uh, William Pace says there's no Spider-Man 67 though. Mm. And uh, how have you not seen Gargoyles? And it was never my gym when I was a kid. Boy, shame. It's just never my gym. Like I, I, I think I tried watching it a couple times, and I was just like, I don't know what's going on, and I don't care that much. I, mm. I, I forget how old I was when I came, when it came out. It was mid '90s, so I was you know in high school. Yeah, uh, that was one of those things me and my family would actually watch together. Oh, nice. I was too busy sneaking around watching The Simpsons, which, again, I guess there's an issue with the uh, aspect ratio on The Simpsons. I didn't notice I heard that, but I, I've seen a couple of screenshots, uh, one specific episode where it's like they have three different types of Duff beer. And I think, with Leah, was it you that posted this picture? Yes. Yep. Yeah. It's like the three different types of Duff beer when, the, when Homer uh, tours the Duff brewery and uh, it's all coming out of the same pipe. But like it, it, the pipe branches off into three tanks. Yeah, it's like, oh, this Duff, Duff Light, and Duff Dry. And it's like it's all the same thing. <laughs> but you don't see that with the the way the aspect ratio cuts off the top, so you don't get to see the pipes. Yeah, because it used to be four by three, and they turned it into um, whatever HD is. Uh, it's tough because, like, I would notice this with um, even watching on like uh, FX or through like the Sling app, where they have most of the episodes through FX. And if you they they tried making everything HD, but if you look at some of these old episodes, like you can clearly see like pencil lines where like they have really polished it up and made it look nice. So like these earlier episodes look terrible on HD, like they weren't designed for it, and like it really like it can take you out of the immersion of the the, the storytelling. So uh, just looking at. Um, the episode, speaking of The Simpsons, uh, let me go back to this. So they start off with the Christmas episode. Yeah, that's the first episode, episode ever. That is. Yeah. Simpsons yeah. So, over so when they, yeah. When, when they get Santa's little helper. Oh, I yes. Didn't, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. That's the very first episode ever. It came out in like, I remember it airing in like July of 1989. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, I remember catching the episodes on a Tracy Ullman show. Um, mm -hmm. But the like, first like standalone episode was one where he they get Santa's little helper because he bets on him and loses. Yeah, because uh, Barney told him to bet on Whirlwind because he was a sure thing, and Homer takes all his uh, his money that he made working as a mall Santa. He ends up getting like seven dollars because of all the taxes and like Santa suit rental and everything that they take out. So he bets the whole thing on Santa's little helper. Who ends up getting chased off by the owner because he loses? Then Barney drives by in a car with like some fancy lady, and he's got all kinds of money. He's like, "What did I tell you? Whirlwind, sure thing." all <laughs> bad. But they bring the dog home, and like everything's great. So it's uh, all thirty-one seasons of The Simpsons. 
I don't. I don't think it's all uh, like when I was looking. It only had through season thirty because season thirty-one is airing now. I'm. But it's on Hulu. I'm sorry. Yeah. Season thirty-one is on Hulu. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if they own Hulu, like yes. Yeah. <laughs> what's really the difference there? So I mean, technically through Disney Plus, you can get all thirty, all thirty-one seasons. So I think they're like five episodes in at this point. Uh, I'm logged into my Hulu. I was showing both. Um... See if they were clever, they would add a jump to Hulu to see the current season button. Uh, yeah. I just I love the fact that the Halloween episode was episode six hundred sixty-six. Like that, you know, makes me so happy. Seven episodes right now on Hulu. First. Okay, seven. All right. Yeah. I knew it wasn't very many. Yeah. So, Patrick, I'm assuming you would recommend Disney Plus to other people? Yes. Um, if you were a child uh, any time in the last hundred years, um, this has something from your childhood. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I was a child 105 years ago, so I'm not quite sure. Yeah. So it's within the last hundred years. <laughs> Um, well, yeah, because it starts in the 20s, 1920s. Yeah, somebody somebody posted a picture. Uh, it's a screenshot from Billy Madison where, like, Adam Sandler sitting in, like, this group of kids. And it's, like, and the caption is, like, me ordering Disney Plus yep. or, like, me watching Disney Plus. Yep. And it's, like, yeah, but you know what? No little kids have credit cards that are buying this. Like, I mean, they have a YouTube channel. <laughs> well, I mean, this is for parents. Well, it's definitely perfect for, you know, parents for their children or people that are young at heart or, you know, just the original commercial for Disney Plus was, uh, you know, was all focused about, you know, uh, nostalgia. Yeah. And uh, I mean, this... yeah, it's, it's the goal to sell the nostalgia. Yep, exactly. Well, I don't mean to be like a, a, a grumpy Gus, but um, <clears throat> while I, I do appreciate a good nostalgia, um, have you ever looked at the actual um definition of nostalgia no let me just pull that up for you because uh it's uh it i'm trying to find a literal translation because it's like you know like pain from an old wound or something like that's like what the literal translation of it means we're talking about like in latin or yeah like it's taken on a new meaning, but like the literal translation is like pain from an old wound or something like that, which is like, oh, well, I don't know. And I think of dinosaurs. I, I think of pain from an old, old wound. That's that's yeah. a harsh way to end that series. Still love it, but that was mm-hmm. a harsh way to end that series. See, I wasn't sure where you're going there. I thought you were like just like literally dinosaurs. <laughs> like I didn't realize you were talking about the series at first. Okay, I, I found out what you're talking about. So uh, I just Googled it, and uh, Google says, uh, you know, with their answers, so nostalgia is a sentiment long, uh, sentimental longing or wistful affection for the past, uh, typically for a period or place with happy personal association. Uh, but when you go into the uh, original meaning, uh, late 18th century in the sense of acute homesickness, modern Latin translation, German Himway, home, uh, homesickness from the Greek Nostos, return home plus algos pain. Yeah, it's it's not an, uh, like my, my definition wasn't like an exact thing, but you know what I, yeah, close enough. So you know what I was saying. Yeah, it's a pain for longing of home. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to be in a different type of pain in a moment because the cat keeps trying to hit my face. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I tell my wife. You are the human. You just 
kitty. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, much, but adorable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So um, I know we covered quite a bit from Disney Plus so far, but I think we need to finish this up with discussion of Mandalorian and, oh my God, the magical, amazing Star Warsianness of this episode. The first episode that, you know, I mean, I haven't seen a trailer for episode two yet, but just kicking it off. What were your initial impressions, Patrick? The opening was awesome. Like you see this cold, snowy planet. And you really get to see the uh, see Star Wars movies typically like have this slow build to like show you what a character is like and show you like how badass that they are or how like cool they are. This gives it to you like five minutes in. You get to see how awesome this character is. Or you've got like these dudes yelling at him in hoodies because he spilled somebody's drink, which wasn't technically his fault. Like he walked in the door and it's like cold and snowy and windy and like his drink the guy's drink gets blown over but he doesn't speak to anyone before just like absolutely pummeling them just like beating the pudding out of them and then uh it they use a trope from uh and they did this in the trailer originally they would show uh two different sides of where he was firing his weapon and they use a, a an old trope from westerns where the good guy is always on the left firing right and the bad guy is always on the right firing left and they they showed uh both angles in uh in the original trailers to kind of give you the ambiguity of who this character was but uh without you know jumping too far ahead i i will say that that last 30 seconds i literally i was sitting at my desk at work and i shoved my chair back and was just like I don't know what to do <laughs> i don't know what i just saw and i don't know what to do right now i just I spent an hour and a half on Sunday on Shark Bites with three other people theorizing what was going to happen because, you know, we saw the Carbonite in the in the trailers. And I'm like, Carbonite, that's not a normal bounty hunter thing. They only did that on Bespin. So while he's on Bespin, like because they kept teasing this big, like canonical reveal, like something crazy that like nobody was talking about. Like there's this huge thing. Like, nobody knows what it is, but, like, there's this huge reveal that happens, and it's, like, it's going to blow your mind. And I'm, like, he's going to find Luke's lightsaber on Bespin, and that's how Maz Kanata gets the lightsaber because there's this, you know, when the, in Force Awakens, when you see her castle, there's this huge Mandalorian flag sitting there, and, like, that, that's how he's going to get it to her, and, like, this is what's going to happen. And I was, I'm like, no, he's just got a portable carbonite machine. Like, Maytag makes car portable carbonite machines that you can put in your ship now. Like, you don't need a whole, like, planet for this. Like, you just put it in your ship. <laughs> Super handy. Super handy. Sorry, I just, I just imagined the Maytag with Harrison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comes out. Like... following him and just... <laughs> Uh, I, I think there's an old mad uh, like Star Wars Maytag reference uh, or not reference, but like uh, I think if we Google, I'm sure we can find something. Oh, yeah. uh, but uh, I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Like, oh, well, there goes my my theory, because my whole theory was like, oh, maybe we'll see some other Mandalorians because like, do you have to be born a Mandalorian like on Mandalore? Like, because if that's if that's true, then like, you know. How do you how do you define a Mandalorian? Like Jango Fett was a Mandalorian, and he had clones, and everyone's like, "Oh, Boba Fett's his clone, and Boba Fett's a Mandalorian." Like, well, by that logic, every single clone trooper is a Mandalorian, and like, where do you draw the line? So, I was always of the opinion, because I'm steeped in Star Wars lore, that you have to earn the title of Mandalorian. Like, you can be born on the planet. 
but you in order to be a mandalorian and wear that armor and like be a warrior you have to prove yourself kind of like you might be born in sparta but if you can't prove yourself to be a spartan warrior you are of no use to society so you're not a real spartan you know the same type of thing well and they hinted we see a thousand of them uh it seemed like they kind of hinted towards that um where our mandalorian and i don't know if he was we know his name yet i'm uh, just i've been calling him jerry jerry (laughs) Jerry the Mandalorian. Uh, so he, he does go to uh, sort of like a Mandalorian center. It's um, like a refugee camp almost. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, he was talking about where, like, he was found or something like that. Um, Foundling. Yeah. And the reference to the, the armor was awesome, too, where he... Oh, Beskar. Do you want, do you want to describe that? Well, they, they mentioned it at the beginning of the episode with... Uh, when he's in the bar and like the guys identify him as a Mandalorian, they're like, Oh, are you wearing Beskar armor? And somebody scrapes a knife across his chest plate because Beskar armor is also known as Mandalorian iron. And it was only found on the planet Mandalore. And it's the, um, the, the metal that they would use if you were the highest ranking of warriors, that's what you would use for your armor because it could deflect blaster bolts. And we see multiple times where he gets shot in the shoulder and it just ricochets off of him, uh, especially throughout the, the trailers. And, you know, if you had all this armor, like, you know, you could be a much more uh, forceful warrior in battle. And eventually, I think it was also used to kind of uh, defend against lightsabers because there's a long history between the Jedi and, and the uh, Mandalorians dating back to Revan. But... It's super valuable. I, I likened it. I was explaining it to, to Ashes last night when she watched it for the first time. I was watching it for the third time. Um, I likened it to, on Game of Thrones, uh, Valyrian Steel, yep. where it's super, super rare, but like it's got all these properties that make it like more valuable than gold. Nice. Well, thank you for that. Um, sure. This also had another Game of Thrones reference, because uh, not reference, but connection. The uh, the guy who's playing our Mandalorian is from Game of Thrones. Pedro Pascal, he played Oberyn Martell. Yes, who got his eyes gouged out by the uh, the giant there. The mountain. The mountain. Crushed his head. Oh popped God. it like a grape. Oh, that was so heartbreaking. <sighs> yep. The mountain versus the mountain and the viper. That's all you got to say, and the, the, the Game of Thrones people know exactly what you're talking about, and they're like, ooh. <laughs> uh, so getting back to Mandalorian, uh, this, it really felt like Star Wars. I mean, like a grand adventure where they're giving you little teases of, you know, that you're dropped into this world that already has huge lore, and, you know, you, you don't know everything that's going on, but... You don't care because you're here in Star Wars, and it's just—I don't know about you, but I, I just got an awesome feeling watching it. Well, like this is this is more Star Wars than like the last two movies. Well, there, when you have someone like John Favreau, who's a huge Star Wars fan, and like uh, the director of the first episode, Dave Filoni, who's also one of the writers, who uh, I, I have a buddy who he, like the way I know the Simpsons, he knows Star Wars, like. He knows, like, he's forgotten more about Star Wars than most people will know. I think the only guy who knows more than him is maybe George Lucas, and that's that might be a, a, a tight race there. But he said nobody writes lore like Dave Filoni. And you can see the influence that the holiday special has. Um, what were you going to say? Go ahead. Okay, so I, I picked up two things from the holiday special. Okay. 
uh, when he's talking about uh, his ancestors riding the great beast. The uh, mythosaur. Yes. It, was that the creature from the short and the holiday yes. special? Okay. And then the gun that he had shooting that uh, walrus uh, that was lashed onto their ship. Yeah, that uh, weird. I forget the name of the, the creature, but yeah, it's the same gun that Boba Fett used. And even the design of Boba Fett, like the like the kind of muted colors that he had. Yeah. Um, there was another much more overt reference uh, when his first bounty, the one that he picks up at the bar at the beginning, was talking about how he'd like to be home for life day. Yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> and like that's that's the whole reason that Chewbacca was going home. That was the holiday they were celebrating was life day. Yeah, I picked up on that as well. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like oh that's so great that's so great oh i love that um yeah the there were because of some of those things like people were like oh is this boba fett is this boba fett it's like it's not boba fett it's not Um, but there is um i don't know if folks are aware of the aftermath novel because in the aftermath novel that takes place uh shortly after the battle of jakku which was four years uh before this series takes place uh it's a year after return of the jedi but four years before this because this takes place five years after return of the jedi 25 years before the rise of the the force awakens like the the big rise to power and the destruction of the republic um by the first order there is a reference to these two scavengers who find what looks to be Mandalorian armor, but it's hard to tell because it looks like it's been scorched by acid. And then later on, Boba Fett is mentioned by name in the novel, like strongly hinting that he's still out there somewhere. And I know we said there might be some spoiler stuff, and I don't know if this is a spoiler, but Funko is known for this. Uh, I was at Target last week and I came across a 10 inch Funko Pop of a Mandalorian with black armor with like red accents on it. And it says it was Boba Fett, Real. which would make sense because he would have to get rid of his green armor because it was scorched up and destroyed in the belly of the Sarlacc. And, you know, obviously he escaped. There's the, uh, the, the novel Mandalorian armor, which is no longer canon, but he uses a thermal detonator to escape and like barely alive gets out of the sarlacc and he's taken care of by dengar and he's later like best man at dengar's wedding um but this strongly hints and i think that that was my prediction for the series was that's going to be like a cliffhanger we see at the end of uh of the, the the first season we're going to see like that boba fett appear and like that's going to be like the main conflict for the second season. That would be cool. I mean, I may be way off, but based on what I saw and like how Funko is very much known for putting out toys that spoil plot lines and movies, um, especially Disney properties, like they've done it for Endgame, they've done it for uh, Captain Marvel. You know, that I'm just drawing conclusions based on past evidence. Uh, yeah, there is a like black Boba Fett, yeah, Target exclusive. Yeah, with some with some red markings on the helmet and uh Yeah, I'll pull it up right now so everybody can see it. Uh you can buy it on Target right now, twenty nine ninety nine. Mm-hmm. So that that right there kinda made me think like, what are you getting at, Funko? Yeah. Boba Fett's never won black with red. Unless we're getting like a prequel series of Boba Fett and like that's what he used to wear. But we've never seen him in armor that looks remotely close to that. Uh, Mm, I don't know if I would look too far into it. There's another one too. What does he look like? Um, Can I send you guys the link to this one? I don't know. I can also Google it as well and we can 
kind of. Oh, okay. So in the chat, uh, Bryce Hastings says uh, Disney Plus isn't working for them. Uh, they tried multiple ways. White, uh, their uh, wife has been on hold for one hour and 35 minutes on her phone. Uh, they were able to get into their account using the phone, but uh, using a city Wi-Fi, but they can't get on from their house in uh, Ketchikan, Alaska, uh, where they're getting unable to provide in your region error, but others in their area have it. Uh, they know. Uh, I know y'all have nothing to do with it, uh, but any hints uh, that would help. Uh, if you have a VPN, maybe try a VPN. If you get in a region error, it, it could be for some reason their your IPs may be marked as not in the U.S. Uh, so maybe try a VPN. Um, that might be an easy solution. Um, I was gonna say also uh, they're finding out some older Roku's and Roku's that are built into a TV can't get Disney Plus to work as well, um, and it won't be fixed until 2020. Um, Which isn't as far off as it seems, but no, no, but still far enough off if you're paying for it. Yeah, exactly. Kind of like if you pay for DC Universe and can't watch it on a Fire Stick for five months. But. <laughs> so yo yo which uh which of the are you talking about the blue helmeted one or like this confetti graffiti yeah the one that it's done by a graffiti artist that so looks one, like it's his armor but all scarred up mm. you know what i mean like because those are like the same colors but it looks like the paint has run mm. on all his uh i mean i'm just again i'm reading into it but the blue one is him from the holiday special because he's holding that that uh fork gun or whatever it is yeah, because it all looks like it's done by this artist. I mean, it it could be nothing. It could be something. I am. I'm just saying. I don't know. <laughs> it's like nobody knows, especially like when it came to Leo. Do you want to talk about the ending now? Sure. Spoilers. Spoilers. Because the ending was like mind blowingly. Like, well, Yo Yo, do you mind a spoiler? I'm still gonna watch it. Okay. Uh, Patrick. So he is given a a, a bounty by Werner Herzog, who is uh, clearly uh, like a local governor for the um, uh, empire. He's at least an empire synth- sympathizer because he's got a, uh, a medallion around his neck. Oh, uh, just real quick. So um, before we get into that, so just so people know, this takes place after Return of the Jedi, but before Force Awakens. And I thought the coolest thing was uh, with his troops that were guarding him, they looked like battered. Their their armors all like messed up, and it was like dirty and they, yeah, they've been through shit. And uh, yeah, I thought that was just that added so much. Just that visual look of those troopers, like they've been through hell. And you know, the empire is gone, and they mentioned it multiple times. Uh, so yeah, continue. Yeah, so he uh, he he tells them. Normally, what he gets when he gets a bounty, he gets what's called a bounty puck, which projects a little. Uh, hologram it's like this is who you're looking for and there's also a uh, like some they don't talk about how the tracking system gets implanted into their into yeah. their uh, subjects that they're trying to track down so like that's still unclear but you have what's called a tracking fob that kind of beeps as you're getting closer to where you're looking for your quarry and there's also a chain code that gives you location you know species gender like all all the information so he goes to this guy and and, and, he, and date of birth. We know the yeah, well. That's what I was gonna. That's oh, yeah. I was gonna get to that. And he's like, because he says, uh, you know, what's the chain code? And he's like, uh, all we can give you is the last four digits. And he's like, so we just know the age. It's like, yeah, they're fifty years old. 
and you're like, okay, he didn't say if it was a guy or, or a girl, like, is it a man or a woman? Like, and I, I had this written down in my notes because I was taking notes so I can talk about it on Shark Bites on Sunday. And I'm like, man, like, who could this be? Because right around 50 years prior to this, this is the same time when Anakin Skywalker was born, roughly 50 years before this takes place. So you're like, okay, all right. So who's right around Anakin's age at this point? You know, it's not it's not Obi-Wan. He's dead. It's not Luke. He's not 50. Like, who could it be? Han Solo, maybe? No, it can't be Han. He's not that old. Or is he? You don't know. So it's you're racking your brain trying to figure out who this could be or like where where they might be tied into the Star Wars universe. So he goes to this planet and you see a little Ugnaught after he gets attacked by these weird fish monsters called Blurgs. And uh, you see an Ugnaught who I love the fact that they're using practical effects because it's it's clearly an actor in a mask that's operated you know animatronically like remotely and it's amazing and it's nick nolte and it might as well just be nick nolte standing there because it kind of looks like him because he is not aged he's aged like milk um but at this point you know he's like oh i'm not gonna help you i have spoken like that's his way of saying like end of story but he keeps saying it he's like i'm not gonna help you i've spoken and then immediately sets to helping him whatever uh he's like well i've helped a few other people and they all died and the mandalorian's like well maybe i shouldn't get your help from you then (laughs) if everybody you help dies because lots of other bounty hunters and mercenaries have come looking for this very quarry and it was told to him that they want it alive dead is is acceptable proof of death is acceptable but you won't get as much uh they're paying him in beskar which is the the mandalorian armor stuff like that's what they're paying him in. I mean, that's again, it's hugely valuable. He's like, so we'll give you, we'll give you some, but just not as much as you would get if you bring him alive. So it's like, all right, you know, whatever. There's another bounty hunter there. It's an IG droid, which we saw in uh, Empire Strikes Back. IG eighty eight, the robot droid. This one's IG eleven, and it's voiced by Taika Waititi. And fucking Taika Waititi is amazing. <laughs> Um, but they get trapped. They, they manage to fight their way out of this huge, like they're overwhelmingly outnumbered, but they manage to fight their way out and they get in like, all right, there's a life form in here and they're looking at it and they're like, like they open up. It's like in a little ball, like, like, but they said it was 50, you know, and it's like, yeah, well, some species age younger than others. At this point, you see a shot from like inside this little ball and all you see is a little head and these long ears, and I lost my fucking mind because <laughs> then they show the face. It's a baby fucking Yoda. Yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> and, you know, if you're not big into Star Wars, you're, you're like, oh, well, oh, that's kind of cool. No, no. Between all of the movies and the TV shows and the video games and the expanded universe that's no longer canon, like dozens and dozens of books, thousands of pages of, of lore and history and backstory. There are five, five of these species. Yoda, obviously. Yaddle, who was a female version of Yoda, who also sat on the Jedi Council in um, the prequel trilogy. And also the only female of, of this species, which is unnamed. There's, they just call it Yoda's species what, because George Lucas didn't want anyone to know what they're called. Was she shown on screen? Yes. Okay. Um, I need to go back and watch that. It's, it was brief. Like they don't show her much. Like, and she doesn't really talk. She's just kind of sitting there. But it's like um, in the Senate scene, you can see the ETs jumping up and down. Yeah. Like if you look for it, if you know it's there and you look for it, you'll see it. Same with Yaddle. 
Um, there was uh, in the Knights of the Old Republic game, which again is not canon. There was a, a guy named Vandar Tukane. There was another one named Oteg, who never really fought with his lightsaber, but was like a brilliant battlefield strategist. And then there was another guy named Minch, who was real Minch. Yeah, <laughs> he was uh, much different from Yoda in that he had a, a very fiery personality. But every one of these uh, these creatures, because again, they don't have a name. They were originally called Lanix, but they're not really. That's not what they're called. Like I guess it's a common misconception that that that's the species that they're most closely like they most closely resemble, but that's not what they are. And no one knows where their homeworld is because they refuse to talk about themselves. Because well, every single one of them that we have seen is amazingly connected to the Force. Uh, they all live hundreds of years, like many many centuries. They're very peaceful. So despite their affinity for the force and their strength through it, they don't want their species getting involved in any type of conflict because they're just a peaceful, you know, uh, quiet, calm race. But they they do what they need to do, obviously. They've all been Jedi. None of them have gone to the dark side. They're all light side users. And so out of all the thousands of characters that we've seen, the, the hundreds of races of creatures that we've seen, there's only five of these. And three of them don't count because it's legends and it's video games and they don't they don't count. So this is the first one we've seen since Yoda. And it was so unexpected. It came so out of left field. My jaw dropped and I had no words. Like there was, I mean, and that for me is, that's, that's a feat right there. If something can strike me speechless uh, i did give him a name though i call him yiddle because there's yoda and yaddle and he's small so yiddle that's that's what i went with but like oh man so the ig droid was like well you know th this thing could live for centuries too bad we'll never find out because they want him dead and mandalorian jerry he's like but they said uh, i was told bring him in alive He's like, oh, well, whatever, we're going to terminate him. And then you see a laser shot, and the IG droid falls on the ground, and we see the Mandalorian reaching into the little hovering basket. And then Yiddle reaches up towards him, and it's almost like the E.T. moment. And it's just like, that's how the episode ends. And you're like, what did I just see? I mean, first of all, if they're like trying to market like little baby Yoda toys, like mission accomplished. These things are like if puppies and kittens could have babies. Oh, it's like it's gonna sell more than the porg uh, toys. Porgs look like uh, uh, the elephant man compared to this thing. Like, I think the story behind porgs is funny. It is. It is all the puffins on Skellig Michael. <laughs> oh, yes, Leo. Uh, wait, wait, I don't want to interrupt you. Okay, uh, that also that reminded me. It, it was a little heartbreaking that they were cooking uh, um, that creature from Jabba's. Uh... The Kowakian monkey lizard. Okay, his name is Salacious Crumb yes. in Jabba's palace. Salacious Crumb, yes. Um, yeah. Salacious B Crumb, sorry, his full name out there. But it was, I mean, it's a sentient being. I know it's just a puppet, and I, I love it that they kept it a puppet. It wasn't CGI. It, it was just you could tell that it was like you know a Henson style puppet, and mm -hmm. uh, but they were cooking them, and it was. It was and the other, the other one was watching his friend get cooked, yes, and it's kind of like I, I know what remind you of the the, the porgs watching yep. Chewie cook their friend. It's like, oh, you're there now when he's about to eat him? Where were you when he was killing him and gutting him and ripping his feathers out? Like, you're about two hours too late. <laughs> so I sent a leak in the chat. Yeah, 
that whole um, which one? Foco is just a collaboration with a graffiti artist. Sorry. I I Sorry. I, I want I still want to believe that Boba Fett's going to show up in this series. I'm not saying that he's not, but that particular um, it's a collaboration with a graffiti artist. Because I'll be honest, 50 year old Boba Fett sounded close to right to me. <laughs> like he might be like 40 at this point, but like yeah, I don't know. He's a clone. How long? How old was he? And in 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 uh episode two like like you have to go find and kill boba fett that's your quarry it's like that would have blown my mind but this never if you would ask me to list a thousand things i thought it was baby yoda would not be on that list like i don't know what like like, what did you think when you saw that leo like how uh it, it was just my mind was blown, and for some reason I thought, "Is this a clone of Yoda?" But uh, think it, it can't be. I mean, why would they clone Yoda fifty years ago? You know. Um, but yeah, it, it was actually that's not bad. That because that would be right around the time Anakin was born, and Yoda was at that point eight hundred and fifty, give or take. Yeah, knowing he's getting close to the end of his life, and. Granted, there's a female on the on the council, but we don't know what her relationship was. It could have been his sister, could have been his daughter, could have been his mom. Like you don't know. And Jedi are forbidden to have romantic entanglements. Like, isn't that like the whole reason why Padme and Anakin hid their relationship? And Yoda seems like a guy who's not going to be going about bending the rules to, you know, suit his own desires. Yeah. So that that's not bad, Leo. Well. Because I was thinking, you know, it, there's a good chance we're getting a Palpatine. Leo, are you still there? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Leo looks like he's frozen. No, uh, not on my end. No. I, oh, because I don't hear anything. Okay. Uh, tell you what, I'm going to fix the camera real quick. Maybe it's my computer. Uh, let me yo-yo. I can hear you fine, yo-yo. No, I'll be right back. Okay, I'll bring the rest of them back in in just a second here. And uh, this should fix it. I apologize for the issue. And uh, yeah, uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so, um, yeah, yeah, I was saying that's, that's not a bad, bad idea to kick around there. Well, I was thinking because we know somehow they're going to tie this into the movie coming out, I'm assuming. Um, and we know we're getting most likely a, uh, Palpatine clone. So, uh, that, that was just my thought. I mean, that's, that's not a bad guess, to be honest. Like, it's not like they haven't delved into cloning before. And who else would have had more of an opportunity to get some sort of uh, DNA or some kind of sample from Yoda than his Padawan, Count Dooku? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so when uh, is it episodes being dropped every Tuesday? Do we know when the next episode is coming out? Uh, next episode drops uh, in two days, the Ooh. 15th, and then every Friday after that. I mean, not every single Friday, but every episode will drop on a Friday. I have Friday off. So they give us one at launch and then one a couple days later. I thought it was like three at launch and then they were going to start sprinkling episodes in because there's so much content on there. That's awesome. But yeah, there's there's some there's some doings a transpiring on this uh, on this show. <laughs> and a lot of people are likening it to Lone Wolf and Cub. Um the uh, Japanese movies where there's a, a samurai who brings his son with him everywhere. Um, it's not unprecedented because the uh, Jedi are based on old samurai stories. Um, I think it would be, 
I think we're going to end up seeing Boba Fett. I mean, not Boba Fett, the Mandalorian going up against everybody who wants this. I mean, I, I keep calling it infant, but it's older than I am. This 50 year old infant, this larval Yoda. Um, it, it, so is he going to be, are they going to be fighting together and Yoda's going to be on a shoulder like Rocket uh, and Groot? <laughs> no, I think it's going to be more like he has him in a backpack trying to keep him safe. Yeah, yeah so it's going to be like a new one of those Jason Statham movies. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be like, all right, I have to protect this kid. <laughs> But also, like, fight. Like, there might be a great scene where he, like, he's surrounded by people and he just, like, takes the baby and throws it in the air, kills everybody, and then catches the baby again. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm excited for episode two. Um, and it's great to hear that it's going to be on uh, Friday. Um, yeah. Yo, yo, we, we need to get you logged in. I will. It's just a matter of me figuring out the Hulu part. I might just start it. With Disney Plus and then figure out with the Hulu part later. Yeah. Well, you have Verizon Unlimited, right? No, I do not. No. Okay. Nope. I thought you did. Okay. Nope. <laughs> I have Unlimited, but not Verizon. Okay. Well, uh, we are a little past the hour. Uh, anything else uh, you would like to talk about before we wrap things up? Anything else you'd like to mention? Um, just if you are digging the uh, the talk about this, you know, definitely check out uh, my current episode of Shark Bites and the the next episode of Shark Bites because it's going to be uh, all Mandalorian. It's our predictions for the series that's already dropped this week and. Next episode that drops on Tuesday will be our review and our future predictions of what we're going to see after getting a couple of episodes under our belt. And I got a lot of really great guests on from uh, other other podcasts. Our buddy Tim Jones of Sour Grapes joined me last week. Um, so yeah, definitely uh, definitely check those out if you're enjoying this. Awesome. I will certainly give those a listen. Uh, so we're I know James is sick. So I know he'll want to talk about it as well. So uh, we'll probably be talking about it next episode as well. Uh, and we'll have a couple episodes in. And I'm sure there's other Disney Plus stuff we'll talk about. Jeff Goldblum experience. I highly That's going to be a good one to, uh, to, yeah. to talk about. Totally. Yeah. I uh, And you said you haven't seen it yet? I haven't watched it yet, no. Okay. But yeah, definitely check it out. It's, uh, it's a lot probably won't be watching it this weekend because we're all going to be at Super Mega Fest. I know. Um, we're all going to be at Super Mega Fest. I, know. I have to work. What? Yep, 7 a.m. Is it 7 a.m.? Yeah, I know. I was shocked myself. <laughs> oh, just win the lottery and then don't work. Like, that's been my plan for two decades. It's not working out so well so far. <laughs> uh, uh, what time are you guys getting there? Or what when, What day are you getting there? Well, we're doing both days. Okay. We'll do both days. We'll try to get there a little early. We are doing... Uh, the VIP Warriors experience. Um, very excited. And uh, this week's episode of Throwdown Thursday that drops tomorrow is all about the Warriors. Awesome. Just in time for Super Mega Fest. You know, I've never seen it. Really? Yes. Hmm. I think you might enjoy it. It's really good. Uh, not all of the slang and lingo really uh, jibes with today's society. There are definitely some some slurs. Like they're very, uh, it's a very dated movie. 1979 is when this came out, and it's based on a 1965 book. But uh, I, I would recommend it, Leo. I've I've seen it about seven thousand times. I I think I've seen it streaming somewhere. I can't remember where. Like, rec- have like look, recently. But I've got like 
I've got it taped off of TV. I've got like, you know, VHS. I've got DVD. I've got like all these different special editions. Yeah. I'm waiting for a 40th of it, uh, anniversary edition to come out. But I'm hoping to get some interviews with these guys. Nice. One of them was in The Thing. Thomas Waits. Really? He was also in The Thing. He played Windows in The Thing. Uh, we had um, Yo-Yo. Who, who did we have on from The Warriors? I forgot. Michael Beck, James Ramar, Terry Michos, Brian Tyler. David the, Harris, Deborah Von Valkenberg, James Ramar. He was in the Philadelphia Experiment. I would have to look that up. Um, but, uh, let me look it up. I could tell you exactly who it was from the Philadelphia Experiment. Uh, Michael Perret. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, How about uh, you? What else we got going on? Anything exciting? Other than the con, I think that's about it. Just a reminder, reminder we're going to be at Super Mega Fest this weekend. Uh, unfortunately, no yo-yo. Unfortunately. Sorry, it's not guys. It's going to be the same without you, yo-yo. Exactly. I'm not going to have a fun weekend if it makes, it makes you feel any better. Why would that make me feel better? Now I feel worse. I'm going to be hanging out with movie stars, and you're like, oh, I hope you feel great that I'm not going to be there, but jerks. <laughs> I'll be so close though, because I will be in Framingham. Just, just, just working. Uh, well, I... seven to six thirty. So by the time I'm off work, con's over. Yeah. Well, I, I think Kevin said, uh, you know, maybe we'll get together, have dinner after. Uh... So you'll see me at least then. Yeah, totally. That'd be nice. Yeah. Well, uh, we'll wrap things up. Patrick, where do you like people following you? I like people following on uh, ThrowdownThursdayPodcast.com. That has all of the links to our social media our Instagram, our uh, Facebook group, our Facebook page, our uh, Twitter handles. It's me and uh, my my better half, Ashes Von Nightmare. So it's all of our individual and all of our show social media stuff. Uh, I post articles. I post, um, you can get the episode of uh, not only Throw It On Thursday, but the latest episode of Shark Bites as well through the uh, streaming player that's right on the page. So you can go check out some interesting articles. Uh, I have a whole series of women in horror from October all different uh, ladies who are contributing to the genre. And uh, yeah, that's uh, probably the best place to find us. It has links to our tea public store has links to uh, deadly grounds coffee. So if you're sitting there and you're getting kind of sleepy, realizing you didn't have your coffee today, just click on the, the little coffee cup up top and bring a right to get deadly.com and you can order some coffee and then you can go right back and listen to the latest episode. There we go. Yo, yo. Uh, you can find me at Boy Meets Fawn on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Wherever you're doing your social media, I should probably be somewhere around there. Also, Yo St. Laurent on those same social media channels. Um, if you are a gamer, you can find me at Pumpkin Escobar on pretty much every platform at the moment. I think I might still be Yo St. Laurent on Xbox, though that will be remedied soon. Um, Steam, I'm Pumpkin Escobar. If you do play Call of Duty Mobile, I am Pumpkin Escobar there, too. Awesome. And uh, for me, just Google Leo Pond. You find a bunch of stuff. Could be true, could be not. I'm not going to say which is which, but more importantly, head on over to thedorkening.com where you can find all the episodes for all the shows on our podcast. And uh, I want to thank you for watching. And, uh, you know, do yourself a favor. Go sign up for Disney Plus. And uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Peace. Good night, everybody. Hello. And welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows.
The Wicked Horror Show, Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy, Secret Underground Hideout, That Strange Show, Cinema with Harrison Smith, Dorks the Podcast, Super Retro Throwback Reviews, The Horror Squad Podcast, The Dorkening, Throwdown Thursday, Black and White Fright, Dorks the Podcast, for more information check out thedorkening.com. Thank you.